he sees this guy. Go go ahead. You can pick up from there, Reagan. Yeah, I just I just see this guy, and as as you're saying, I'm proud of you. You just see these emotions from him just start welling up, and he just tears are starting to come out of his face. I mean, he this boy is like gross crying, and that's when I realized, okay, this whole entire thing, this everything that we're watching right now is completely different. Yo, I am here, Michael Jr., super excited. My co-host is, of the two co-hosts I use, <laughs> he is by far, the the he's in the top two. Wow. <laughs> Whenever someone says top two. That's hilarious. If somebody ever says this is one of my top three favorite players, yeah. you know they're number three. Mm. Otherwise, they would have said top two. Interesting. Have you ever thought about that? I, I have. Why are you holding the microphone like a... I don't know. How I hold the me. microphone like a grudge. <laughs> you don't want people so the needle don't budge. Oh, wow. Remember it's like that? some old school EPMD. That's exactly what or it Eric is. Eric being Rakim. Follow me into a solo. Get in the flow. <laughs> and you can picture like a photo. Music make mellow maintains wow, the wow, break. Wow, Willis. Cool. Yo, so my co-host is here. One of my favorite co-hosts. Probably, probably of, of top five of all time. Wow. No, so number five. <laughs> <laughs> My co-host, Pacao, is in the house. Dude, we got a voicemail earlier from this lady who asked a question. Can we play that voicemail back? Oh, we got a voicemail go. the other day. about. Do you guys mm -hmm. know which one it was? You don't. Okay, what What was the question she asked? Love you. She didn't have a question. Oh, oh, somebody had a man. question about, about um, something. What was wrong with your parents? Because... Yeah, they made it. Anyways, so on this episode, if you can find it, we'll play it. But there's a there's a uh, a voicemail that came in for you. We'll we'll play it for me. Yeah, it was it was pertaining to you. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited now. I think there's some. I think there, I think you have a son. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. What we're talking the about? <laughs> kid is not my son. You found it. All right. Listen to the voicemail that came oh, in for you while you while you weren't here. Okay. Michael Jr., I was wondering, <laughs> did you know that Pastor Kyle's cacao testimony of his swimming in the water, I completely identified it with God Yeah, yeah. This encouraging is... us to keep going, fighting the good fight. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. God bless you. I enjoy your podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not the one. That wow. was encouraging to him. That is not that the one I was so talking about. Oh, good. That is not the one I was oh, talking man. about, people. It was a different one. <laughs> anyway, scared this is too much setup. <laughs> so this is welcome to Funny How Marriage Works. If you guys find it, let me know. Is We're, this Funny How Marriage Works? Funny welcome how to works? Funny How Life Works, where we use funny to help you understand how life works. My co-host, dude, how's things at Scent Church? Things are well. Scent Church is an awesome place. Like if you, if you're looking for a church, if you're online, because we got listeners all over the place, go to scentchurch.cc and listen to the messages. It is great. It is like it's some really really good stuff. Specifically, look look at the messages <laughs> that um like if you see him on stage. Oh man, yeah, you, you know can what? listen to those too. But oh, <laughs> no, now, you know what happened this weekend? We uh we had a bunch of volunteers that gather and took food just to bless the 13 fire stations in the city of Plano. Oh yeah. I heard about that. So there were restaurants that donated there were volunteers that stepped up. We say we serve selflessly and it was not expecting anything in return. It wasn't like a bait and switch. Like the only way you can eat is if you come to church, it was like just the 13 stations just to say, thank you for what you do. And I was, I was 
I was so pleased to see such a variety of people come out to serve the fire. Oh, that's so cool, stations man. Stations in the city of Plano. So that is that is really cool. They fed the fire people. That's great, man. Yeah. Did you notice some homeless people right behind the church? No. Okay. Haven't seen them. Yeah. You walk right there over them when you're taking that food from other people. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. That's not true at all. Sid Church is awesome. Check them out and give too if you want to. Like if you're really looking for an opportunity to give some money to bless some people, go to sidchurch.cc and do so. Okay. So Thank our you. guest today. Let me tell you about, okay, so we have a guest who I've worked with for a while and we've had a kind of a close relationship and I want to share some of his story with you. You may be asking yourself, what can I learn from another ball? What can I learn from three ball head dudes that got something to talk about? We're well, about to find out. Okay. I love this podcast. You'll be laughing out loud and all of a sudden, boom, something that can really help you drops in your lap. I like it because I unexpectedly learn about life. It is so funny. I get to laugh and learn about life at the same time. I like listening to Funny How Life Works with the car and my parents. <laughs> with the car and my parents. Okay. All right, cool. Non-sponsor sponsor. You know what you know what non-sponsor we did on an earlier episode? What's that? Sentchurch.cc. What? Yeah, oh, I'm sure man. did. Wow. Yeah, but we but we hacked the website, and all of the proceeds <laughs> that go there are going actually going right back to MichaelJr.com. Okay. But at least we mentioned it. Thank That's you. so cool. We did mention it. Cool. Wow. Our guest seems very powerful. Bring it in, brother. Mm. You bring it in right Get here. That studio camera. Um. So voicemails. We listened to one voicemail already. We got, was, a, we got another voicemail. It's like the best one of the year. Okay. Did you guys find that voicemail I was talking about? I'm not sure it exists. About his name? It's a, oh, a comment. No. Oh, man, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. It's your fault. But they can leave a voicemail. Yeah, you can leave a voicemail. Tell them how they can leave a voicemail. At 214-308-1177. We might even listen to one on the air. Yeah. Like we yeah. did. Yeah, we do that all the time. Let's do one right now. Hey, Junior. This is uh, Steve Ryan from Hammock, California. I'm a white guy, and I'm not wearing a polka-dotted shirt. I'm sure you'll remember that episode. <laughs> but to tell you how much I appreciate listening to your show and Pastor Kyle and your wife, Ebony, and uh, just believing God's blessings on you. I am wearing a Reebok uh, sweater, though, so that might be just as bad as the polka-dotted. Mm. God bless you. <laughs> appreciate all you do. Have a blessed day. Dude, That's thanks so much, really man. Good. That was cool. That was a nice comment. So, have Go you ahead. ever owned any Reebok stuff? No. Mm. I would own box. I wouldn't want a, a reused pair. Oh I would just do box only. So we want you guys to subscribe and leave comments. When you leave a comment, it helps people get to the, it helps people find this podcast. So please leave comments, even if it's about uh, Pastor Kyle's poor choice of hair, wow. hairdos and stuff. So, do you went to Cabo recently. I did. We went on vacation with my wife. We had a week her. together. Yes, okay. we were together, just together. the two of us. Same room and stuff. That's it was dope. great. Cabo was awesome. I even got a tan, and I didn't get sunburned. You, you can't get a tan, dude. I got a tan. You can't get a tan. I went from brown to golden brown. You you can't get tan. <laughs> I went from milk chocolate Okay, well, to you got a chocolate. darker brown. You didn't get a tan. <laughs> you got to be lighter than tan to get a tan. And my skin didn't start peeling. Oh, man, why are you making people mad? We got listeners. <laughs> it's melanin. I love the melanin. Ooh. Thank God for the melanin. Wow. Yeah, that's nice, buddy. All right. <laughs> our guest. You want to introduce our guest? You've never met him before. I've met him once. Oh, yes, right, you did. House. Yes, our guest. Uh, he's a good guy because his haircut is perfect, and he's had some breakthrough moments in his life. What I appreciate about him is, like, at, at the church, a lot of times we talk about disciple-making and discipleship, which really, oh, yeah. it just points to spiritual growth, that people are learning to walk in step with the Holy Spirit. This guest 
has been learning that and had some real breakthroughs that we're going to hear about. Uh, so would you all give it up for our guest? Reagan Strand. Yeah. Reagan Strand. You going to do some Yo. applause? There we go. There we go. I think they just like being delayed. There's a, welcome. There's a room full of people. <laughs> hey, can we find a different applause where it's not so many people? It's just like claps. <laughs> like a golf like, clap. Like possibly like they're in the room. Let's just find one where possibly oh, they might yeah. actually be in a life. Maybe even a Rudy yeah. slow clap for him, too. Reagan, <laughs> did I get the intro right? Hi. Yeah, that's great. That's perfect. Yeah, Good. he's a great dude, man. He's great. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, I made it all up on the spot, so. Yeah. So for, for those who don't know, me Thank and Ra- Reagan is a brilliant uh, producer, director, just a brilliant guy. And I have had the pleasure of using his skills at some of our live events, such as Funny How Marriage Works, or maybe me speaking on a Sunday morning service, but mainly this tour that we're doing right now, Funny How Marriage Works. And in doing so, we've we've developed a relationship like I do with a lot of the people I work with, and uh, some really cool things have been happening. I've learned a lot by having conversations with this guy, and I felt like some people may be able to grab and gleam some stuff from him, because he has such a awesome perspective as in he's so teachable he learns he just looks around he got his head on a swivel in a way that that i think is refreshing and if some of our listeners could take this approach i think you might i i I think you may see some opportunities that are in front of you that you didn't see before but um so just a great dude very very humble and uh prideful at the same time (laughs) humble Um, and prideful he's the (laughs) The most humble guy he knows. <laughs> Reagan, so, I, well, I've heard that you all have had some great conversations on the road. And yeah. that might be like the theme of this oh, yeah. episode. Conversations on the road. And one of them was in an SUV. Oh, yeah. Wait, which one was that? I don't know. I want to hear about it. Oh, they told okay. you about it. Okay. Right. Yeah. What would, yeah. You want to give us a fresher on what that was about? Oh, I think I remember. Go ahead, Reagan. I'll let you tell it. The, the SUV. Okay, which one? We've we've been in a lot of this. Oh, time. <laughs> oh I think it was, was the it? one with the remember the driver looked back at us and he was like, What in the world? Yeah. Like he was like, Wow. Like he was blown yes. back by what we were talking about. Okay. No. How did I get you. started? Right. So I so I, I genuinely am curious. So because I'm a tither. Um I I believe, you know, we don't steal from God. You give him back what he deserves and what he's owed. So um we're talking about tithing. And I was having like this, I guess this inner battle with, because I, I was making a certain amount of money and I was tithing to this church. And I was like, man, I don't feel like, <laughs> this is me, this is this is me. I said, I don't feel like this church needs my money. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I should be tithing this to like either a church that's struggling or giving it to, to, to somewhere. Right, you want to and be so the Lord. And so I was Lord. asking right. you, <laughs> like, how do I, yeah, like how do, I mean, how do I give the Lord? And you were like, oh, you trying to decide what you should do with God's money. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was so cool. Okay. I do remember I, that. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Uh-huh. And, and you gave me such a, a wide perspective of, of not only how to honor the Lord with your finances, but in doing so to where it's like, you don't have to think about where this money needs to go or how it's being used. That's, that's God's job mm-hmm. ultimately anyway. Mm-hmm. But I am on that, that, mission i guess to figure out okay how do i not only grow finances but honor god in my finances yeah because i remember that question too you were asking about growing finances and i said something to you and it really blessed me and i shared not the conversation but the concept with other people as well because what was so cool about like if you ever get a chance to hang around with reagan he is so um 
he said it earlier, so curious, mm. it causes you to think too. So one of the things you said, well, how do I, how, how do I increase my finances? And I, and I know him pretty well. So what I said to him, and I think this is true in general, I actually kind of challenged you a little bit. I said, um, I said, if you had a million dollars right now, you remember this conversation? I said, if I gave you a million dollars right now, mm. no, no, my first thing yeah. I said to him was, you don't want a million dollars. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. I, I said to you, you don't want a million dollars. And then you were like, well, what do you mean I don't want a million dollars? I was mm -hmm. like, you don't want a million dollars. And this was me. <laughs> and this was really the Holy sure This is really the Holy Spirit saying, what, what are you talking about? I said, dude, you don't want a million dollars. I said, if you had a million dollars right now, what would you do? Mm -hmm. And Reagan, I don't know if you remember this or not, because we, we do a lot of trips. People forget their hotel room number. I'm like, I don't know where I'm. I don't even right. know what city I'm in. Right. So, uh, Reagan, you said, right. yep. I said, if you, if you had a, hundred, a million dollars right now, what would you do? And you said, well, I'd be happy. I'd be yes. excited. And then I said, well, tell me, who, who are your three closest friends? You remember this? Yes, this is so good. Oh, this is good. Yep. Okay. No, I'll let no, you finish because this is weird that I tell the story. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, you blew my mind and you had asked me, you said, okay, so if you had a million dollars, what would you do? I was like, well, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't let people know. Or he said, who would you tell? And I, and I mentioned a friend of mine and um, he's like, well, would you tell him? And I was like, well, probably not. He said, why? And I was like, I I just, I don't know. I tell this other guy, he's like, no, 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 go back to the other friend. Why wouldn't yeah. you tell him? And I said, because I just don't want him to treat me differently. And you said, exactly. You said, there's a there's a there's an unconscious cycle that you're doing with your finances where you're keeping yourself at a level unintentionally, mm. but because you're comfortable at that level, you will do things to keep you at that level versus pushing past yeah. that point because of the way that people will view you with money. And I was like, oh, yeah, my goodness. Because, <laughs> and it's because it's true. It's 100% like, true. And the driver's listening too. He's trying to act like he's not driving. He got his suit on, his hat. He's trying to. So, so what I said to him basically, and I was making this stuff up on the spot. This is yeah. really just some Holy Spirit stuff. I was like, if you had a million dollars and he named three friends and I said the first one, he said, well, I wouldn't tell him. Right. And I was like, well, you wouldn't tell him. Why not? He's, and you said, I don't want him to treat me different. So right now, a million dollars in his mind at the time meant, number one, you had to lie. Because you couldn't tell your friend. And if you're a real friend, you, you wouldn't yeah. lie. So a million dollars meant you had to lie. And it also meant you would potentially lose a friend. Mm. Well, I know, Reagan, he doesn't want to lie and he doesn't want to lose That's a friend. Right. And he doesn't want to do those things right. more then he'd rather have a million dollars. But yet yeah. externally he's saying, ooh, I want a million dollars. But yeah. I'm like, dude, no, you don't. There's a cost to it. There's a, there's a cost that you don't want to pay. Mm -hmm. So you either got to get some different friends or you got to deal with that thinking <laughs> process. Like there's something you got to deal with first before, otherwise you will sabotage not even knowing it and not get the money that you want. Whether it be a million dollars, another hundred thousand, like whatever, as a listener, whatever your threshold is. Yeah. You're, you're only going to go up that far. And then the driver is looking in the rearview mirror. And I think we swerved at that time or something. Go ahead, Reagan. What are you going to say? Okay, but so do you remember what you said about the thermostat? Not really. What did I say? Break it down. Break it down. Okay, so this this I think this is where both the driver and I, yeah, this is where the driver and I were like, oh my, this is like this was like the oh snap moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we said, let's just say that like everybody in their house has has a temperature. He's like, and let's just say that your temperature is 72, right? So your house, you set your set th thermometer at 72. If it gets down to 70, you're like, eh, okay, all right, I can I can tolerate that. Gets down to 68, you're like, oh, it's a little cold. 
gets down to six, you're like, man, you're going to go do something to mm. change that thermometer back to 72, yes. right? And you're like, all right, cool. That's that's mentally, that's me working and like, I have to get that number back up. Right. But let's just go the other direction. Let's just say it's at 72. You're like, ah, oh, we bump it up to like 75. You're like, that's oh, a little uncomfortable. It's whatever. You bump it up to 80, you're going to go do something wow. to bring that back down to where to you're get to where yeah. you're comfortable. Yeah. Wow. And I was wow. like, oh, <laughs> and this is why I love having so, people like this around me because we're, it's iron sharpened iron. Reagan has done some stuff over and over again. It's really blessed me. It's just right. Uh, this isn't Reagan's podcast. So, um, <laughs> I'm just so, so it was just so cool. And it was some stuff that I kind of wanted to share. But just and then Kyle, you talk about the importance of discipleship. Can you kind of break that down with regards to the relationship that you see that me and him have on the road and the importance of people having that in their life? Well, I think what's pretty cool is that you all are sitting in the car having a conversation about mindset and mm-hmm. growth. And I think as a church, sometimes we reduce discipleship to, are you in a group that meets weekly? Are you reading your Bible each day? Are you praying for people who don't know Jesus? Are you confessing sins to each other? And then it, what it what happens then is you come back from a conversation like that and it's like, did that count? Does that mm. count as discipleship? Do I get do I get credit for that? Am I doing what Jesus said to do? Mm-hmm. Just go and make disciples? And yet it yeah. very much is a discipleship conversation. It's 100%. one person ministering to another person, trying to help them understand what does scripture mean when it says I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Mm. It means that there shouldn't be any limits on my mindset and you're helping one brother experience that wisdom. And you're actually ministering to the driver. I'm waiting to hear the punchline of the story because I want to hear what the driver oh, says. Yeah. He's looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah. It's like, does that count as discipleship? I think it does. Yeah, that's that's great. Remember, you remember what the driver ended up saying when we finally got to the spot? He said something. What did you say? I, I want to say something like he had said something along the lines of, wow. Uh, I thought well, this was just going to be a quiet car ride, but I am getting so much out of this. Yeah, that brother He's started. Like, I think I'm going to have to find some new friends. Yeah, no, for real. He was like, <laughs> I got to find some. Like, he was really making some life choices in that conversation, yeah. and he was moved in such a way, right. which I thought was great, that I didn't tip him. I was like, hey, bro, <laughs> you, you, you go. got enough. <laughs> that I'm not going to give you any money. Bye. And I was just yeah. like, no, we, <laughs> we still we still broke him off, man. That was pretty cool. But man. that's that's the other part about discipleship. I think of it as really being in step with the Holy Spirit. So we're told wherever two or three are gathered in my name, Jesus is there in our midst. <laughs> Jesus is there in the car. You all are trying to, li- you're trying to listen to the Holy Spirit. You didn't plan to say those things. You're saying those things and the Holy Spirit is ministering to this driver about his network of friends. Right. We all say, Hey, if you want to see your future, look at your friends. This driver's having revelation and insight that we can only give the Holy Spirit credit for. There's something about disciple making that's happening in that moment. So oh, blesses so me as pastor. Beautiful. That's so beautiful. Reagan, anything you want to add about that story or just in general? I'm trying to think of another road. Oh, another road. What's one of your favorite road stories? I thought there was the green room story. The green room. What happened in the green? Oh, that was a deep one, though. Dude. <laughs> you can't he, go he talking about when you was crying. Do you know the green room story, Reagan? Well, well, let me ask this thing. Remember, remember uh, Reagan, you share, you share something. <laughs> yeah, no. You shared something with me, uh, Reagan, where it was one of your favorite moments of something that happened because you're in a booth, right? And there, you said you looked over and somebody, I can't remember the story clearly. You looked over and you saw somebody either raising their hand or something. I can't remember, but it, I remember the feeling when you told me the story, but I don't remember the story. You, you were in the middle of, a, of, your, of your message and you do this thing where you allow the Lord to speak to you and you tell, you tell people, I love you. 
And it's coming from a father's voice because a lot of people don't get the opportunity to hear right. that from pr- their father figure. I'm proud figure. of you. I'm proud of you. And yeah, it yeah. gives them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Yes, yeah. that. And so this, I think this was maybe like my third show that I've been on and I was watching. <clears throat> and I kid you not, I, it almost, it's getting me choked up now. But when he, when you said, I'm proud of you, I'm, I'm proud of you. I look over and there is a guy and he has to be maybe 50, 60 years old. I mean, he's like an older dude. And he said, is just like, said, wait, just well, we got to pause real quick. Just, we got to hold back for a second. Oh, I'm, don't, don't I'm 51, bro. Uh, you uh, said this old dude. He got to be like 50 or 60. Uh, according to the internet, you 60. There's <laughs> <laughs> that one website. Michael Jr. 63 years old. I'm sorry. Let's let him finish the story. So I'm. So let me set it no, up a little good. bit for you guys. I Once in a while, during an event, I will actually feel like, or or if I'm doing Sunday services, I feel like God gives me a number on how many times to repeat the phrase to the audience, I'm proud of you. And I'll just and I'll just repeat it that number of times because I know there's people in the room who haven't. I feel like there's people in the room who haven't received that phrase from a father's voice before. Mm-hmm. So I'll just say that phrase that number of times. And then apparently while Reagan's in the back, he sees this guy. Go, go ahead. You can pick up from there, Reagan. Yeah, I just I just see this guy. And as as you're saying, I'm proud of you you just see these emotions from him just start welling up and he just tears are starting to come out of his face. I mean, he, this boy is like gross crying. He's like trying to wipe the snot off his face and it's, and it's, but he's literally having a moment right there, having a connection with God because you are being that voice of a father figure that he didn't have of someone telling him that he's just simply proud of him. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized, okay, this whole entire thing, this everything that we're watching right now is completely different. This isn't just a typical Sunday service. This isn't just a typical, hey, we're going to have, you know, some encouraging word brought to you. Mm -hmm. Someone's life is being ultimately changed because someone else is listening and delivering something that somebody else needs. So it was just, that's huge. That's that's what's been great. Wow. I'm going to close with this story right here. Yeah. Man. So so I've done that a few times where I felt like God said, tell you, I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you. My son, unknowingly to me, was at this place uh, emotionally or mentally where he felt like uh, he wasn't doing enough. as a, Like he just wasn't good enough. This mm-hmm. was a few years back. I didn't know this. And he was someplace with some friends. And uh, at some teaching, a place where they were uh, teaching and there was a speaker. And I'm nowhere near around him. I'm like two hours away from where he is. And he said, uh, he called me up. He said, Dad, and I'm going to get emotional on this one. Mm -hmm. He said, Dad, um, you don't know this, but I was feeling really low. And I was feeling like I disappointed you guys. I let you down. Mm -hmm. And I'm just listening to him. And he said, then we had a speaker come in. And this stuff was so powerful. Mm -hmm. He said, we had a speaker come in and the speaker says, and the speaker was done speaking. And at the end, the speaker was like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I need to repeat something that I heard another speaker say <laughs> several times. And he said, I'm proud of you. Wow. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I was done. Yeah. God used me, his son, mm-hmm. to speak to someone else so they could speak to my son. That's right. So he could, so we could know that he's proud of us Mm. so if you're listening right now i want you to know regardless of what you've done where you've been or what you've been through you have a father who is proud of you Mm. like he actually is i want you to receive that from a father's voice i'm proud of you i'm proud of you i'm proud of you 
It is funny how life works. Boom. Wow. That was dope. I got <laughs> all good. emotional and stuff. <laughs> all right, Reagan, can you spin the wheel so I can wipe these tears away and stuff? <laughs> yep, yep. All right, here it goes. I was wondering, whose poster would you be most likely to have in your bedroom as a kid, Reagan? I know. He, he. I'm going to let him answer, though. I don't know who he is. <laughs> Uh, at the at, at the time before the crazy moments, hands down, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Been on, on Dude, Reagan world. can dance. Oh yeah. Like you don't. Oh wait, Reagan. What I gotta Google right now to show these people? It's something from you back oh, in the just, day. Google his name. Reagan Strand. Google Reagan Reagan Strand. Oh, yeah. Let us see. He's Michael Jackson impersonator. I don't know if he's Michael. That dude could just dance. No, dude. Dev definitely not. <laughs> I, I was inspired by Michael, but no. no All right, push play on one of the impersonator. Go down to that blue that. one right there. He said too short. For oh, that. wow. Wait. Wow. y'all know how to. Contender rapper Shan the Man and Reagan dancing encounter? Okay. Mm, okay. What? No. Hold on. He said, don't show that one. <laughs> He's like, not that, that one. Just that go to YouTube, type in Reagan Strand. Make sure ain't no pole. Make sure ain't no pole. <laughs> he said, just type his name. Encounter God's presence. Here we go. We got to fast forward to the dance. We got to fast forward, man. We want all the setup. Here we go. This is great, man. You guys are internet? This is I'm curious off. what you're watching. What? what As Reagan? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Hold on, hold on. Oh, there he is. Oh, oh his head and stuff, too? <laughs> Reagan. Sir. <laughs> wow. Are you on your head? Oh, my goodness. What? Yeah. I think I know which video you're watching. Not so the glow sticks. I, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The back handsprings. Dude, how many flips? Oh, man. Yeah. This brother did the splits. splits. <laughs> Come see Reagan's moves at Encounter God's Presence Camp. Wow, man. What year was this? Goodness gracious. Wow. Wow. Okay, I did not know what video you were watching. This Holy brother. Smokes. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Reagan is smashing Jumping it. off the wow. stage, doing flying oh, no-handed cartwheels. Goodness. Dude, you did a no-handed cartwheel. Right. That sounds about right. What did I didn't even know it was like that? I thought you just had some arm <laughs> movement going. This brother is in the air, what, suspended. How old were you when you started gymnastics? That dude, that dude is bananas. Dude. <laughs> um, I actually never took gymnastics. Mm -hmm. Truth, truth be told, never jumped took off gymnastics. garages oh, in the hood. You know it's all self-taught. <laughs> He's not from Detroit. No, no, you know how. Oh yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some we of the just people, flip. No, the kids with springs in their legs. <laughs> wow, dude, thanks for being here, man. I love you, dude. You're awesome. We appreciate. Thank you, you for having me, guys. This has been awesome. Thanks, man. Good talking Thank to you, Reagan. All right.